for tuning in. This is episode number 207. Thank you for taking the time to join me in Lessons in Luke as we continue our way through uh, these daily episodes, uh, making our way to Christmas Day. So today we are in chapter 12, and we are going to pick up in a lesson in verse, starting in verse 22, uh, reading through verses 34. Uh, the word says, Then Jesus said to his disciples, Therefore I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat, or about your body, what you will wear, for life is more than food, and the body more than clothes. Consider the ravens. They do not sow or reap. They have no storeroom or barn. Yet God feeds them. And how much more valuable you are than birds. Who of you, by worrying, can add a single hour to your life? Since you cannot do this very little thing, why do you worry about the rest? Consider how the wild flowers grow. They do not labor or spin. Yet, I tell you, not even Solomon in all his splendor was dressed like one of these. If that is how God clothes the grass of the field, which is here today and tomorrow, is thrown into the fire. How much more will he clothe you, you of little faith? And do not set your heart on what you will eat or drink. Do not worry about it. For the pagan world runs after all such things, and your Father knows that you need them. But seek his kingdom and these things will be given to you as well. Do not be afraid, little flock, for your Father has been pleased to give you the kingdom. Sell your possessions and give to the poor. Provide purses for yourselves that will not wear out, a treasure in heaven that will never fail, where no thief comes near and no moth destroys. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. I think this is a lesson that each one of us can resonate with in some way. You, you may be listening to this and identify yourself strongly as a person who worries, uh, who may be anxious about things of... Um, material need and that don't hear that in a derogatory way material need is a real need um, you know clothes for the body food for the nourishment of your body you know these are material needs tangible things that one does need um, and so but you know Jesus in this in this um, teaching he doesn't he doesn't downplay the need for these things. He doesn't, you know, scold the his hearers to say, you know, you don't need such things. He just says, don't worry about the things that you need. God will take care of them. Your heavenly Father, you see, he um, he reinforces that. Sometimes we have this picture in our minds of God, and you know, in this far distant place. 
and you may have had a bad experience as uh, you know a, in a physical earthly father and so it's hard to connect this idea of a heavenly father how could he be any different than your bad experience here on earth well he is in fact um, other than anything we could imagine um, God's word gives us ideas and pictures of that um, one day if we belong to him we will be able to to fully experience what it is uh, in his the fullness of his fatherhood to us um, but we have a down payment available to to experience to the degree that we can um, that reality and but Jesus is reinforcing that fatherhood of of our Lord God to us and and he ties it to um, just like a good father would care for his children, your heavenly father would care for the needs of you, each and every one of us. And um, it's it's important then to see too is not just will not just will he clothe you with you know with all your meet your needs, but he then Jesus puts that. In, puts a little tag on this in verse uh, 28. And he, he says, If that is how God clothes the grass of the field, which is here today and tomorrow it's thrown into the fire, how much more will he clothe you? And then he tags this little part, you of little faith. And I think that's a good reality, a sobering reality, that that worry stems from a lack of faith. Faith that... He will somehow leave you out in the lurch or high and dry or leave you disappointed, not come through whatever um, figure of speech you you would use uh, where you're listening from, that he would not be there in in a real tangible need type of way. And so Jesus makes it clear that worry is connected to faith and it's a lack of faith that we see that worry is present. And so if that resonates with you, don't don't hear that as a scold, but hear, see it as an opportunity to identify a problem. And the problem of worry is faith. And so I would just encourage you, ask you to seek the Lord to help point out those areas in your life where perhaps your, uh, your lack of faith is leading to issues of anxiety or worry and I'll just pray that he would highlight those areas and and show you the way in which you can escape from those uh, burdens that are are hanging you down and robbing you of of joy and, and peace uh, because that's really what worry is it's a thief and it does in fact rob you of peace and joy these things that god promises us that um, a life in christ provides joy and peace and so don't settle for for worry and f and fear and anxiety to to rob you of these things that he's promised you and uh, in verse 32 it's a very explicit statement do not be afraid. So 
he connects worry and fear and as a res- and the and the 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 root of that is a lack of faith um, but but just as he points out to not be afraid for your father has been pleased to give you the kingdom now that's a powerful thing to consider to give you the kingdom each and every one of us who are a child of god who have been reborn into christ um it is god's pleasure to give each and every one of us the kingdom and and so that's a profound thing to just meditate on and and ask the holy spirit to reveal to us what does that mean and what is available inside of that and so i would ask that you you would seek that out that answer to to find out what does it mean to to be given the kingdom um so i would encourage you to to pursue that and to to question what that is um he jesus closes out this portion by saying saying sell your possessions and give to the poor provide purses for yourselves that will not wear out a treasure in heaven that will never fail where thief uh, no thief comes near and no moth destroys for where your treasure is there your heart will be also you know does this does this mean that each and every one of us as children of god are supposed to sell all that we have and give everything to the poor and um you know what does that mean be be without a home and be without you know what does that look like is that is that an explicit command I think that's one of those things where you have to you have to hear the Lord for yourself. What is He calling you to do? Um, because what He calls some person to do may not be what He calls another person to do. So it's not a general statement uh, for everyone to sell all of your possessions and just give it all to the poor. Um, but one thing that He's really trying to drive home, and each and every one of us can apply that. In, into our lives is don't invest in things of no eternal value. Don't put your treasure, that is where you find your heart, don't invest your heart um, in things that have no lasting value. Because where we've read elsewhere about storing your, you know, we, we've, we've, in the previous chapter, I think it was, we didn't explicitly talk about it, but a man who had a lot of um, a lot of material possessions, a lot of you know harvesting, stored up all this in barns and wanted to build a bigger barn so that he could store it up. And then, and then the the parable goes, um, you know, your if your life is is taken from you this very night then who gets everything that you've stored up for yourself? Um, to who does it go? And so it, it, it reinforces this idea of invest in things that have eternal value. Store up treasures in heaven. Don't concern yourself with treasure on earth because 
um, at the end of the day when it's all said and done and and you are gone and even maybe your kids after you are gone, in, to what value is it? We need to readjust our value system to that of a kingdom perspective rather than an earthly one. And so, um, you know, that's you know, that can be something that we each deal with uniquely and um, might be specifically to where we are in our life. So, but I think that's a reinforcement for everyone is to be kingdom mindseted instead of earthly mindseted. Um, and because ultimately, wherever, for where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. So may each and every one of us have a right heart that's placed in the right thing. May, may it tr- be appropriately treasured and may our hearts demonstrate the, the integrity, the genuineness of that, that treasure, that, that it be kingdom mindset and not an earthly one. And don't worry, God knows each and every one of our needs. He knows them before we need them. And he's eager to take care of us as children of his. Um, And if you haven't given your life to God uh, in Jesus Christ, I would urge you uh, today is the time to relinquish your life and uh, put down your own agenda and ask that Jesus be Lord and leader of your life and and in doing so, you turn away from your from your life of your desire of yourself, and you relinquish it to Him and His perfect right leadership. And so, if you haven't done that, today is the day. And uh, and then in doing so, you become a child of God, and He becomes your Father, and peace is restored uh, in that reunion. So I would encourage you to do that, and um, thank you for taking the time to join me on this episode. I pray it was an encouragement, and we'll see you on the next one. God bless.